Hello and welcome to Momentum, the podcast brought to you by CMG Professional Training, Conferences and Awards, where we bring you some interesting conversations on business life and career. I'm Tony Cantwell, and each episode I'll be talking to a special guest to invite them to share their knowledge and expertise. Make sure to check out our links to training and professional education for more. This week it's all about social media. Why is it worth the effort? How do you measure the return on investment in social media? And why has it become such a vital cog in business? To discuss these points and a lot more besides, and to help us learn and navigate the social media world for business, I'm delighted to welcome our special guest today, Alan Hennessy. Now before we start, let me tell you Alan's background. Alan is the head of Compass Media. He is a social media consultant and trainer, podcaster and public speaker with over 12 years experience in digital marketing. Currently managing social media accounts for a number of businesses, from medium enterprises and corporate clients, Alan also has his own podcast called the Social Media Talks Podcast, where he focuses on digital marketing strategies, social media management, social media training, and podcasting. And if all that wasn't enough, Alan is also on the panel of trainers for CMG Professional Training, where he trains our clients in social media and marketing. Alan, you're very welcome to this week's podcast. Thanks for inviting me. I'm looking forward to chatting with you today. Oh, I'm delighted that you're here. I'm really thrilled. Let me jump straight in. How did you get started in social media? How did you first get started in this? Um, I found the passion for it. Um, I'm always, I've always been intrigued by social media and what it can do for a business, but also just the understanding and seeing this new form of communication and it really, really... It, ins- it excited me and I decided this is where I want to be. This is the area that I want to focus the business on. As where did you more. first see it? Where did you first notice it? <clears throat> well, I noticed it with, like, with regards to sort of, I, I suppose, you know, we look, um, it's gone back a number of years. I was there yeah. originally when, when there was, uh, when we were talking Bebo and all that type yeah, of stuff. MySpace. And MySpace and all that long, long gone since. But um, I suppose I was ver- probably a very early adopter to um, Facebook. Right. And seeing the potential I had on a personal level, more so for connecting with our own, with, you know, with our friends and stuff like that. But then as it started to do a little bit more work and a little bit more investigation into it, I seen that this is an opportunity for businesses to be able to promote and to understand it. So I, I found that very good. And then Twitter, of course, and then, yeah. uh, you know, if anyone knows me, they know that my I suppose social media platform of choice would be LinkedIn. Cause yeah, that's, absolutely. It's, it's oh, just yeah. phenomenal. You're very, you're very phenomenal. active on that. But you were in marketing <clears throat> way back, were you, back in the day? Yeah. And so you would you have been on the lookout when you seen the growth of social media? Would, did you look at that and think, there's something going on here? I oh, yeah. There's a huge, huge shift. I would have started out, you know, we would have been building websites back when it was HTML before, you know, everyone was sort of building yeah. and type yeah. of thing. And... It was always a gradual progression, and you could always, you were always sort of watching as to what was going on in the digital space. And then I suppose with the, you know, with the birth of social media and the way it started to take over, it became very, I suppose, prominent that we sort of looked at it and we said, yeah, well, look, this is definitely the next, I suppose, the next generation. Because you would have probably used what would be described as kind of traditional media, radio, mm. uh, direct mail maybe, um, yeah. t- 
advertise print advertising it was all it was all that you know it was back in the day when you know it was very much as you say print media and yeah. you know radio advertising television advertising so you can see that you know that obviously the expense of that alone for businesses was crippling then when we see social media and the way that started it gave people a new opportunity to do that so it was the i suppose it's the natural progression of of you know i suppose back what 10 years ago at this stage yeah. 10 12 years ago Be people started to do that i remember seeing people talking about the growth in um, digital marketing mm. more so and then there was projections <coughs> made that people were saying this is going to outstrip traditional media by the year 2000 or 2005 or whatever mm. it was and I remember a lot of people looking and thinking nah, that's never going to yeah. happen you're always going to need radio print newspapers all of this but I don't think anybody could foresee where the mobile device yeah well, was a game changer well that was a complete game changer and it really was when we look like when you look at it from we were all on desktop computers and yes. going, whereas then it went to sort of mobile and then it went to you know your laptop and whatever and people were sort of in a luxury if they had a laptop e exactly and then, and then i suppose with the explosion of especially you know the smartphones. smartphones it just opened up a whole new world and that's still reasonably recent isn't it, it? Really I mean, we're is. talking like yeah, three yeah. four years maybe yeah. since and like everybody is producing a smartphone all the manufacturers producing smartphones mm. so and they're getting kind of all-encompassing now in terms of uh, there's so many people I've come across who have said everything I have is on my phone I yeah. don't use a computer I know a lot of people who don't use computers anymore I'm one of them mm. but it's all on your smartphone so it's the that's where all that starts to happen isn't it it's it's you know like what they said what someone said to me a couple of months back it's like the extension of your hand now and the extension yeah. of your hand is is that computer that is in literally the size of that can fit into your pocket yeah that can do anything absolutely yeah. anything and the advances in technology and we look at steve jobs when he said when he originally was talking about the iPhone, he was saying, oh, it's going to be touchscreen. People were saying, no, there's no such thing. It'll never happen. I know. And he had the vision to do it, and he showed it. And it has to have a knock-on effect on everything else that we use these mobile devices for. So when it comes to social media, we now see this massive shift that people can literally, you know, create a video, put a video up, yeah. whatever it may be, tweet to their friends or tweet to their tweet about their businesses, Instagram photographs, stories, you know. But it has a great ability there. to create communities. Oh, massive. So when you're looking at business, mm. you're looking at business communities, whether it's, say, in CMG's case or whatever, the healthcare sector or mm. the construction sector or whatever, general business. But you have these communities, so you can attract and you can tailor, from a business point of view, your message to those communities. Of course. Would that be course yeah and and that's the key to you know that's the key to it all is is that you actually can build these communities online yeah. and like people get this misconception of a community oh that's a group of businesses together whatever you know we're in a community here yeah. talking together yeah but, you know so that's you know that can be as as simple as it is or it can be as big as one like there's a girl in mm. the states they call her a uh, super mom and she has a particular Facebook group of all uh, female entrepreneurs. There's 37,000 wow. in that group. 
but then you have other groups that might have 100 people or 20 people yeah. or whatever it may yeah. be but it's all about community and it's all about building them communities online yeah and you know the funny thing is we had Stephen Murta on the exhibition guy mm. on an episode and he was talking about from uh, groups and numbers people can get lost in the numbers but if you're trying to reach a group whether it's a hundred or a hundred thousand mm. you know you may get the response you want from that hundred you might get two or three people responding yeah. to you with something positive and you might get nothing in the hundred thousand mm. so it's more the response it's the quality the engagement yeah it's the quality of the group as well that that's a huge part and that's that's where people miss out on it it's like and I use an analogy of whereas if I opened the shop in the morning yeah and a thousand people walked into the shop and nobody bought th bought a thing and I closed the closed the shop that evening and then I opened it up the next day and 200 people came into the shop and then 200 people each one of them bought a piece from me mm. or bought something in the shop which is the better audience it is the audience Absolutely. with only 200 so Absolutely. it's about quality it's about quality connections you know so with the social media is it in terms of the reach <clears throat> is it trying to how would you define it in terms from a business point of view what they're trying to do or what they should be trying to do from a social media point of view to engage well see we look at and i i go back to you know i think it was last march and it's over a year ago now with this Facebook apocalypse as they called it which it was that they were changing up the whole it was so easy for businesses to promote their content on the types of say Facebook or more so than anything and they were able to get a huge return on it because they were being seen but then when the algorithms all changed on Facebook everything that they were doing had dropped off yeah. so and Mark Zuckerberg when he came out he says oh we want to build engagement we want to build community and that's what they're focused on so the more engagement that you can get on your content the better your content is going to rank on social media and the better it reflects on the organization that's does, putting yeah. it out and so forth mm. can I ask you this question I my daughter who's 19 years of age and um, people of that generation if I mention Facebook they say that Facebook is for old people. Yeah. Um, is, oh, and I then got I that myself, believe and, me. Have you got that? And then I hear that, um, no, Facebook can be so effective from a business point of view. Um, but then I've seen people who put things on Facebook um, that's pictures of them at the beach and stuff. Mm. But they're, And these are business yeah. postings. So there seems to be some confusion, or is there a confusion on, on well, with Facebook as a platform? There is. See... Facebook can be if we think about if we look at if we look at say the types of say Facebook for business and we look at it for personal use okay I don't want to see a picture of you on the beach in Marbella because one I'm going to be seriously jealous <laughs> on one side <laughs> that's been of it, very kind but, yeah but on the <laughs> but on the other side of it is is that does that reflect anything to do with CNG absolutely nothing so why why would you be doing you know what I mean yes. you need to separate them out it's the same as we like and I use real life scenarios all the time when I'm talking about social media I'm actually developing a program at the moment called the psychology behind social media which is very very interesting because I've started to do a lot more research on it 
And we see that when people become uh, go on social media, they start to think, oh yeah, well I'll just put up this picture. It's personal and it's adding a bit of flavour to, it's adding a bit of difference to what I'm posting and whatever. But if I'm a business and I'm looking for a particular product, or I'm looking for a particular service, I don't want to know that you know Tom was over in Marbella last week. I'm going to say, what's that got to do with the business? So I think there has to be, you have to distinguish what it is and, and understand what it is that you want to achieve with your social media content. Is it that you want to promote your business? Is it that you want to engage? Or is it that you want to be, you know, all things to everybody? Because I honestly don't think that it works. I think you need to be thinking at it from a different angle. We now look at social media that the customer is now the marketer. Yeah. And that's what's happening. So in that respect, what we need to be doing is adding value to the customer because when we add the value, um, the, we'll get the engagement. And if someone comes on and starts creating, you know, you create a piece of content and you put it out on, say, the types of, say, Facebook, mm. and someone comes back and comments, the biggest mistake a business can make is not to answer back. Right. Most people will come back and they'll put up a thumbs up. But I think that's, isn't that arguably as well some people, some business fear of social media that we're going to have somebody who is going to spend an entire working day responding to people who are commenting on the different platforms that, mm. is, there, is there a... Well, like, at the end of the day, if I was to ring you here, right, and you say, oh, no, I can't talk, I I'll, I'll talk to him in a couple of days' time. Am I going to come back to you? Probably not. No. So what's the difference with it doing with yeah. doing it online? Can I ask you the question in regards to Facebook? Sometimes I see the type of companies on Facebook and I've always felt, it's only just my own layman's version of it, I always felt restaurants and some types of those sectors, they lend themselves to Facebook where there's other sectors that may struggle to see how, is it is it kind of sector not specific but is there more some sectors that are better on it, that platform than maybe others yeah and that's a very it is a very good question and there is a certain amount of truth in that but the way I would always say to anyone that we whether I be training or whether we be talking or be consulting with them I'd say is this, where is your audience mm. where are the people that are going to be interested in what you do whether if that's construction you know, go maybe search out the platform that's most popular. Where, where are they going? To, where are they going to? You know, where are yeah. these people going to be? They're not probably going to be on Pinterest. <laughs> you know, that, that type Absolutely. of way. Yeah. Whereas they may be on Facebook, but they may be within a group on Facebook. Yeah. So, is there a group on 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 that on Facebook that has? construction people in it and if so that's the group that you want to be joined and that's where you want to be interacting so it's with not them. you don't just sit down and say we should have a blanket version of this you need to research some of oh, this of and course, research yeah. these platforms and mm -hmm. say well this is where our audience just leading on then to twitter you were saying earlier on that you've got uh, i think you have a strong presence on mm. twitter and you post it there's a question that comes in that says um would you use your own name or the company name when you're trying to establish a presence on Twitter? Um, I would always say use your company name. Really? Use your company name. Because if you're going to have, you know, everything with regards to social media should always revert back or 
you know, convert them to your website. They should be, you should yes. be pushing them back to your website. So if I have Alan Hennessy and I'm pushing them to Compass Media, they're going to get confused. So ideally, I would say, by all means, have your own personal account and do your own tweets or whatever it may be and interact with the people that you want. But for your business, is you should have it as your business name. So people know that when they go onto your website, if they click on a link, that when they go to Twitter, that it's going to be the business. It's going to be CMG. Well, you see, funny enough, with regards to, um, we had a, some guests on and talking about where they would have built a personal brand mm. as a business. And I suppose there's probably a connection there where if it's a small operation or it's a, a brand, it's a company perhaps associate, associated with an individual, that no matter how big or small the, the the business is, that there's that kind of personal brand. Is yeah. that, oh, is, that is. is that the difference in something? Yeah, there like is. That, like Joe? for instance, like there's um, a, another digital marketer, uh, Joanne Sweeney Burke, and she has asked JSB is her handle on Twitter, but she also has the digital whatever it is the organisation that she owns and whatever the training body and the 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 company that she the consultancy yeah. business. She has the two of them. Likewise, I have Alan Hennessy as po Alan Hennessy podcaster, but I also then have Compass Media. Yeah, people would know you so as they, Compass Media. They know but me is that that's an opportunity mm. to raise the profile on mm. both sides, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, you've got Richard Branson or Michael O'Leary, and you know, in the airline sector, and mm. so they're recognised individuals, but their brands are are there as tied well. very much yeah. in with them. Yeah, and you look at the types and say, you know, there's a number of different businesses that would do this, and. Twitter can be a very powerful place. So getting your branding right, and like you have all that real estate on the top of your Twitter Twitter area, your, you know, your where your banner is? Yes. And that is real estate that should be used. And I see so many people, they don't just, they just put up a picture of, I don't know, it could be a sunset or whatever. And I'm going, well, why wouldn't you promote your business if you had, you know, if you no bio, maybe exactly. No oh, and photo, like yeah. you could go, you could go for hours. Like a picture, the right picture, your bio, having making sure your website's in there, using relative hashtags. Because if someone's searching for you on Twitter or they're searching for a particular service, if you have say training in your bio, it's going to as a hashtag, it's going to come up in that search, and you're going to be seen. Yes. And people feel you don't use that enough. And there's there's so many different ways that you can use that you, you like we we can put our website on the actual bio it gives you a place when you're creating your bio where you can put your website but you can also then if you're doing a particular if you have a, a landing page for a, a particular training course that you might be doing you can use a bitly link the small you know the right. shortened links and put that into your bio as it and then at least people can click on that as well so there's loads of different options there. Business generally, if from your observation, are they utilizing Twitter to, as well as it could be, or is there a lot more that can be done apart there's, from the above? Yeah, the there's a there's a lot more that can be done. Like it's a great place for finding people and for finding, you know, people that you want to be and get in front of. Because with regards when we look at say Facebook and we also look at say the types of say LinkedIn. We have to. They have to either follow us or they have to connect with us to see our content or to interact with us. Whereas on Twitter, I can put up, you know, whatever your handle may be on Twitter. I can put that in the first section of the tweet, and you will see that. 
So you have that opportunity to get in front of people a lot easier with Twitter. And it's a great way of starting a conversation. And yes. I would use the word start. Starting the conversation. It's a very, very important part. Yeah. It starts that conversation. Plus, you can also use the advanced searches and narrow down them searches on Twitter to find particular vis- businesses or yeah. individuals. When I first went on Twitter, I used it as a platform to rant. <laughs> Some uh, people that's, do. That's what I did. Yeah. And I'd go on and somebody would say, that's Tony just ranting on again. And <laughs> I'm standing here in whatever this establishment is and I'm fourth in line. And I'm still waiting <laughs> for my coffee and it's an hour or whatever. Yeah. I used to, now that's when I started off. But I did struggle in, in the sense of trying to figure out how I could maximize Twitter in terms of, even from a business yeah. point of view. Like you look at Twitter with, you you know, like Twitter gives you so many different options. You can do so much with it. But people don't utilize lists on Twitter. What do you mean by By using a list, by creating your own list. So, for instance, if I wanted to follow, I don't know, say 20 training companies across Ireland, instead of me having to go each into each one of their profiles every day and look, I can set up a list on Twitter and I can call it... A, I can do it publicly or I can do it privately. And by doing that, what I can do then is, is I can just click on that list and I will see every tweet that's come out from them in the la- whatever the amount of time, in the last day, two days, whatever you two weeks, whatever it is. And you can view them. Now, you can do that. That's great if you're doing it privately because it means you can keep an eye on what's going on, whether that may be your competitors or whether it may be people that you might be interested in. And it's private. They don't know that you're on they don't know they're on that list if it's private mm. so it's like a hidden hidden little yeah. gem but you can see what's going on you can stay see. on top of so for instance if you had competitors mm. and you wanted to keep an eye on what content they were putting out you can create a private list and view that private list and they're none the wiser but if you go public with it they will see oh you have been added to Alan's list right. or whatever right. if you're doing a public and this is a little trick and it's a little tip for anyone that's listening is is that when you're doing a public list give it a rock star name so i.e the best training companies in dublin right the number one training companies in dublin or the you know whatever it may be that you want to do like that because when the person sees it they say oh i've been added to the this top, list the top 20 you know that's a fantastic idea you know what i mean that's and a fantastic when they idea. see that they go all oh, right and all of a sudden what do they do they're going to follow you and now you have a new follower yeah so it's a way of doing that so I, it's a really really that's a, a clever smart, smart move it is a smart time. move that's a fantastic idea Looking at um, just, and I know I'm, I'm kind of running through, there's so many platforms out there, but taking the, the most mm. obvious ones um, and looking at LinkedIn, there's a huge amount uh, or a huge increase, I think, in terms of video content on LinkedIn, particularly yeah. in the last maybe 12, 18 months. Mm, that's because they're allowing it a lot more. And I know they're, they're testing out doing actual um, doing a live videos on, on LinkedIn. Some people have it, some people don't. Some people are in the look, you know, you might get it and some people don't get it, but they are testing it and there is a beta version of doing actually lives. I, I'm i still on the fence on the as fence, to whether yeah. it is or it isn't. But, you know, live video, being able to promote it, um, you have to, it has to, they, they have to move with the times. Right. So having the ability to be able to use live video on LinkedIn is great. You know what I mean? 
the other side of that is, is people will scroll by it if they're not interested. Yeah, you know, I see. I see like <coughs> all types, and I have to be honest. I, you kind of st- initially, I probably would have passed a little bit of judgment and thought, well, that looks very professional, mm-hmm. and this is somebody standing in a in a field, and this is something yeah. else. But as time goes on, you just kind of think that's a video. That's a vi-. and you, as you say. You can decide. You can look at it and think, what's the kind of the, what's the message? What's maybe the background to this? And if it strikes a chord, yeah, probably one of the most important things is is the audio, the quality of the, the quality audio. of the audio. Because people, even if the video, if you if you go on to any social platform and you watch a video and the quality of the video isn't great, but the sound is is good, yes. you will stay and listen to it. But if the quality of the sound is not good, and the video is clear, you, you'll walk you'll walk away from it. You'll actually move past it. It's yeah. it's been actually proven yeah. that they've they've you know they've they've done tests and they've shown that it actually works. So your audio is very very important because people will listen to it so they can tune out. You know. So so really, what we're at is a situation where if you're if for people listening who are thinking about okay, I need to start developing a social media presence. Mm would be to try and establish where the bulk of your marketplace or where your marketplace predominantly goes to, mm. whether it's maybe LinkedIn or whether it's uh, Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Um, content, video content will be something to start looking at. Definitely. Certainly in posting uh, information and so on. What about blogging? Love it. Love Do it. you? Love it. My favorite, my favorite topic. Why? Because the written word has always been there. Right. And people love to read. I know people say, oh, well, like, video is easier. All right. It's the But you're talented range. at that. So yeah. you're... you're but, you did, you, but, like, at the end of the day, where people have this big hang-up with blogging is, is oh, I have to write 15,000 words of a blog. I have to write an essay. Like, it's like going back to when they were in school or yes. they were in college. And this, oh, I have to write this. You don't have to. You can have a blog as, as, as short. Like, at the end of the day, if you think about a post on Facebook, that is a mini blog when you think about it. So, with regards to blogging, blogging can show off so much of your expertise. It gives you, you can add your opinions, you can give your take on it, you can show that, you know, your authority on it, and it adds visibility. And if you're creating a blog at least, even if it's once a month, you think about that, over a year period, that's 12 blogs, that's 12 pieces of content. And the thing when I would say to people is, is when they're writing a blog, write it as an evergreen piece of content. So it's or not. It's kind of timeless. It's timeless, and the reason being then it means you can use that if you're having a slow week on your social media, you can pull a blog from a couple of months back and say, "Oh, look, here's a." You can rehash it. You can retalk yes. about it, and then you can put that content back out again. But blog posts are fantastic. They really are, and they're really so. There's some fantastic ones out there. And what about in terms of maybe for people who feel writing or writing a blog is there a skill to it is there is there like a stay on message because you could start off maybe thinking going to do about 300 words on Mm. this blog and it ends up 3000 words and I wonder then are people put off when they see a very lengthy yeah I think the key here is and it goes with blogging it goes with any content that you're putting out on social media is, is you need to be adding value yes 
you need to add that value. The value is the most important part and the engagement is the most important part. So if you can educate, inform and entertain someone within your blog post, it is such a powerful piece of content for you to use. Yeah. And it's about adding value. And I always say to anyone I talk to is, is that if I'm writing a piece of content, I will always read it from a customer's point of view or a person that's going to read my content. And would that be, you know, would that entice them to read a little bit more? Would that strike a chord with me? Would it strike a chord with it? And that's because when you start doing that, it starts to become, you become very familiar with it yes and it starts to get very very easy to be able to do that because you know you you have this idea in your head of saying okay right well this has to be of interest to the person that's going to read it does it strike a chord and make it a bit more personal so instead of just saying the statistics show for 27 percent of the country are doing this instead of that and saying i found that x y and z you know what i mean make it a lot more personal or here's an experience that i've had does this resonate with you? And sometimes, um, like going back to my sales days, I was always taught in sales, there was features, but there was benefits. Yeah, oh, it has to And be. you need to be, sometimes people can write away all the features, but they yeah. forget about attaching the benefits to the person who's reading this mm. or potential people who's reading. Yeah, and the thing about that is, is you know, start off with the pain. You know, what is it the pain is, then tell them what the solution is, and then tell them the benefits of doing this. Yes. Because by working through that process, you're feeding them to sort of to read more as much as anything else. So you're, you're sort of resonating with them at the first section. You're going, oh, right, yeah, well, that's, yeah, well, I've gone through that before myself. And then you're going, okay, well, if you do this, and if you do these particular pieces, so they go, all right, well, now I might look at this. And then all of a sudden you say, and the benefits of it, the outcome is, this is what it's going to do for you. Then they go, all right, well, I'll try at least one of them or two of them Absolutely. or whatever, maybe. And they can tie they can tie these into, people can tie a blog into their website. And oh, yeah. Just add on to their website yeah. and because put another facility on it. But what that does is as well, when we look at, when we add the content onto our website, if you have a website and you decide that, a year ago that you're going to you built this fantastic website but you haven't done anything you haven't updated it in any shape or form Google sees that and Google says alright well they never do anything with it so it drops down the rankings where if you're constantly adding content to your website or updating it refreshing it making refreshing it yeah. making it a bit more fresh Google sees that and it goes oh they've just updated let's give them a little bump up and that's how that's how the rankings work but it's also about keeping that content fresh and the other side of that is is if you're posting so if I write a blog on my website and we do it for the say for the podcast right I will do a show notes for every podcast right that gives me content that's updating my website every week every week that's a constant update on my website but isn't it almost a cardinal sin not to be to when it comes to your website and stuff, if you you can't really, I mean, isn't it a poor reflection? Oh if, well, yeah. If you look at a company and you look, you f- you want to find out a bit more about the company, you look at their website, and it it's referring to two thousand yeah. and fifteen, yeah. and you look and think, oh, that's well, well, my automatic thing, my automatic thing that I think there is, and saying, well, okay, well, if they're not bothered to update the website, what else is there? What else are they not yes. bothered to update? So, yeah. you know. 
as much as we rely on per- people to person to person and talking to people, businesses and you know over the phone or whatever we have to show that digital reflection as well online yes it's, it's so your shop window it's your shop window online it's where people will go to find you but your content should always if you're on social should always convert people back to your website you should be always making them down that tunnel getting them to that sales guiding funnel, guiding them onto the w- into your website because that's where the magic is going to happen but alan do you ever come across people who think you know what i just haven't got time to build a social media presence do you ever come across that or is that a sentiment that's still uh, there is a sentiment where people would still say you know oh i haven't got time for social media i'm too busy and i'm going okay well that's fair enough but you're missing out on the opportunities that are out there you're missing out on on opportunities of educating and helping whether it be new customers or even existing customers letting them know that you have a new promotion coming up we were i was with a company yesterday only and they got invited in that the morning that in the just before i came into the meeting with them that they were being invited to um do a demonstration for one of the products at a reopening of a new hardware shop right and she said, oh, that's great, great. And I says, well, put it out in your social media. And she goes, but what did I do? And I says, create an event. Show it and put up an event saying that we'll be at this. She put it up and she rang me yesterday afternoon. She says, I have 40 people already after I'm going to attend. And I was like, you know. This is what it's this about. This is what it's about. And she went, I can't believe that. Because we would have never done that. We would have just arrived at the actual venue and done you the see, Now that's interesting because you know? that was only as recent as yesterday mm. in your experience and there are a lot of people stroke companies who will take a view that um, we don't have a social media presence I um, I think it could be very time consuming um, and I don't know even where to start would there be would there be a basic guide as I say look okay I'm after listening to Alan Hennessy on that mm. podcast and he's after striking a chord with me and we need to start doing something. Where do we start? What would you say? I would say look at just creating a presence on the social media platforms. People have, and, and businesses, they, as you say, they get, oh, I haven't got time for this, and they, they start to panic. And I had it with a girl only this morning I was talking to her, and she was saying, oh, I was giving her information. She went, oh, that's so much, I don't know where to start. And I said, well, stop, stand back. And I said, do one thing. And I says, and build on the next thing. And I says, you know, you build it up. You, you don't be all things, try to be all things to everyone yeah. in one go. You Would know, you just even start on, say, a platform? Start I mean, on. If you're, if you're a mainstream business, maybe start on LinkedIn. Like, so. what I would say to people is, is the first thing I would say is, is, okay, where is your audience? Or who is your customers? Who are your customers? Start with a persona of your customers. Understand who the person that you are providing the service or the products to. Okay, who is your customers at the moment? If you're an established business, you know who your customer base yes. is. So now we just have to figure out and say, okay, well, where are they? Are they all on LinkedIn, or are they all on Facebook, yeah. or are they all on Instagram? Are they, you know, millennials? Because if they're on, they're, if they're business people, they're going to be on LinkedIn. So start a little, start a presence there, and just build that out, and just even just get a little bit of traction going yeah. on it. And then move on across the other ones. And have that presence across all of the social media platforms. It doesn't have to be that you have to be doing this 24-7. 
you can schedule out an hour each, an hour in the an hour on a Monday morning, and say, right, okay, we're going to do all of these posts. We're going to create these posts, and we're going to schedule them in. And all we're going to do is, is while the posts are going out, we're just going to keep an eye on our social feeds. And if a question comes in or if a comment comes in, that we can answer it. And that can be set up on an alert on your phone. Yeah, because there's a phrase I've heard mentioned recently, which is um, social media time management. Mm. Because some people are afraid that once they open this door, that you're going to have maybe one or more people spending a huge amount of time and maybe even from the top down they're saying well we we find it very difficult to understand where the return on investment is or mm. stuff like that but i think it's it's as much as anything else it's about you know having a visibility having that it's a marketing stream what you're saying is start small. Start small and build out. And build maybe do an hour a day. Just do an hour a day. And have somebody who's maybe open to doing that. And likewise, you know, don't waste time on stuff if it's not working. Certainly say, okay, right, well, that's not working. You have to try new things. You have to look at, you know, what is it that people are coming... Like, I'll give you an example. There's a company that I, I work with. And what they do is, is they have one of the girls in the office... And every time the phone rings, she answers and she answers the query. They do a particular product, they do a service. And every time the phone rings, she answers the call, she takes the call. Now she's in the office and this is what she's doing. But she has a notepad beside her. And for every person, every call that comes in, yeah. she just takes the note. So say they're, 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 like they're a locksmith company. So they'll say, okay, faulty locks. Or it is a, you know, a safe call. Or someone wants to buy a new safe or someone wants to come out and fix a lock it's this type of but what she does is she just literally logs it and then at the end of each week what we do is we take it and we look and say okay well 60% of the calls were looking about changing locks okay we know what content we need to be pushing out because that's what people are interested in yeah so build on that. it's it's a sim it's as simple as that and as well as that your employees are your biggest marketing advocates. Yes. Because if they are sharing your content out across their social platforms, so if you have, say, the girls in the, at, at the reception here, right, they're probably all on Instagram. Yes. They're probably all on, um, whether it be on Facebook or whatever. And if we can get internal representation from our employees to share our content, then we shouldn't be saying, oh, you have to. But if the content's good and you want to share it out, no problem. Do it. Please do it. Because now you're reaching another audience with your, with your yeah. employees. I spoke to somebody, I suppose the flip side of this, um, who had a situation where they recently went into kind of social media drive for mm. the business. And they were presenting good content and so forth. But there was one or two, it was a big organization, but there was one or two staff who maybe didn't share their enthusiasm yeah, yeah, yeah. for the product or service um, what do people do and I mean I think I assume that you, what you'd have to have is a policy in place with regards yeah. to yeah have your social media policies in place yeah. so you know what you know what can if you're if you have a social media and you're you're going to say okay we're going to dedicate this person to it dedicate one person to it yes but also let your staff know here 
when they you know if it's an update and say well look we've just started a social media campaign or we're we're going to go on social media but you need to sign this policy so you have yeah come back you i have think something like that i think it's actually a fairly standard i think thing uh, yeah. in, in, and it is in it's, law it doesn't these days have with policies that it's mm. it's to do with data as well it can be tied in with oh that. yeah huge. but i mean i think it's in the simplest form you'd probably if you were going down this road for the first time and you were concerned about this um that type of thing has to be included in your in your overall yeah. policies within the company and you could always just say to people if you like what we do certainly share it if you don't come talk to us and, yeah exactly you know and work it that way and the other side of that is and it's another trick that people and what businesses don't do is, is is you're just saying oh if you don't like it come to us don't tell them to come to us tell them to come with suggestions say well oh look, absolutely i think yes. this would be a good idea get them involved in it yeah. because once you get them involved and credit them with it if you're putting out a piece of content so for instance if it's one of the girls here is you know an awarded for something that you make reference to that point of the of the actual employees and make and say you know tom in the manufacturing part of the business has uh, he works this machine and you know this is how it works and tom is going to explain it and then at the end of it is that tom is credited with that and there's a picture of him because people love that self-presentation absolutely and to be recognized and when they're recognized what are you going to do? You're going to share it out. Yes. We look at the podcasts, right? You know when this when, when this podcast actually airs, and you put it out on social media. Who's going to share it? I'm going to share it because I'm involved with it. Yes. So it's going to get out to my audience. Yes. And and it multiplies. It multiplies. And it, multiplies I mean, it, exp from there. it, expl it literally explodes like that. And another thing that comes comes to mind with social media and the reasons for it is because to be honest there's no getting away from it it's mm. here it's going to get bigger and better and stronger and you kind of have to join the party at yeah, some stage embrace it and embrace it yeah. and make it work now we're coming towards the end of this now Alan, but i have one last question here and um it's kind of you touched on this earlier but if you're a company in what might be described as a, a relatively steady or inactive business sector it won't say boring <laughs> right um what can you say on social media? How can you make it interesting? Or should you even try to make it interesting? Yeah, you should. Because at the end of the day, there's always going to be something that you can talk about. There's a company in the States that make, um, they make air conditioning units, right? Huge air conditioning units. Now, you might say to yourself, how can you make that sexy or how can you make that fun or whatever? Yeah. And they actually changed their name because what people used to call it was the badass fans. <laughs> right? They were these are badass <laughs> fans. Right? So they actually changed all of their content and they changed the name of the company to Badass Fans because of that. And their business is thriving. And what they do is is do you want these badass fans type of thing? But it works for them. Yeah. So like They've the livened it up, and I suppose it's the social in social media, yeah, isn't it? Mo yeah, most mundane. There's a there's a dentist that's in Dublin, and uh, I can't think of the guy's name offhand, but what he does is he does like video, short videos of him sitting in the dentist chair eating Oreos, and he's stuffing them into his mouth, and he was saying, shouldn't do this, because the <laughs> dentist won't like it. But what he does is he actually changes up the kind, so he makes yeah. something that's quite mundane and that you don't want to be doing shakes it up a bit and shakes it up so you got to think about you know think a bit maybe sometimes outside of the box or yeah. whatever but if you're doing um 
if you're like an accountant or something like that, and people say, oh, accountants, they're so boring or whatever it is. No, they're actually not. They're actually really nice people yeah. and they know. And like they're sitting there crunching numbers. But what the other side of it is, is to show people, like give them something of value. So say like, you know, don't forget tax dates are coming up or Absolutely, whatever. Yeah, don't Add value. Here's a, here's a checklist. Here's a checklist for, you know, doing something with your accountants. There's, there's so many different ways. Think about what is your customer. And I keep going back to this. Is what is it that your customer would value from you sharing something with yes. them? And if you do yes. that, it's going to help them. Look, as we come towards the end of this now, Alan, uh, I think there's so much information there. I think a lot of people are going to be very well educated with this. And people even on the fence, mm. I think, will think, you know what? Yeah, i got to do something on that. What would you want listeners to take away from listening to this podcast today? Just start on social media. Okay. Just start and, you know, embrace it, look at it. And, you know, don't don't get overwhelmed with it. Start out and if you are an existing if you are an existing business that's on social media, have a look at how you can add value to your customers. That's gonna get them to engage with you because the engagement piece is the most important. You know, there's a there's a famous there's a saying there is a I've I read a book recently uh, by Mark Schaefer and it's called Marketing Rebellion. It's the most human company wins, right? And in it, he talks about there's one particular section where he's talking about you know communities and stuff like that, and he says you know don't be in the community, be of the community. So make your followers the heroes. Yeah, so make uh, you know and yeah. I just thought that that's is just fantastic. so right yeah. it's be of the Nike done it when the World Cup was on they instead of them showing all of the football and all of the soccer what they done was is they actually got down onto the streets of the actual I think it was Brazil was it was the, where it was the last thing but they actually went down and they talked to the people and they got the people's videos and they included it and Nike went they shot through the roof because they just done something different they were part of the community. They weren't sitting above, they were sitting in the community. They were part of it. So start, just start the journey. Yeah, and, and get going. Slowly, slowly. And, yeah, and be very conscious of what you're trying to do and where you're mm. trying to reach initially. Yeah. And then work it from there. And if people wanted to get in contact with you, Alan, and how can they, if they best want to way take to, it further? And the best way is, is uh, you'll find me across all the social media platforms, but you, the easiest probably way is, is to go to the website compassmedia.ie and you'll find all the links as well all the social links there that Excellent. they can get in contact with me and Excellent. I'm happy to talk to anybody always delighted even if it's just for a little bit of advice don't hesitate to reach out brilliant well look you've been a fantastic guest and no thanks problem. so much for dropping in thank you thank you for listening please feel free to subscribe rate and review us on iTunes and make sure to check out our website cmgtraining.com for all our episodes and of course to see our full range of training courses. Thanks again. Thank you.